So we've been making comments for five years now. That's over 100 episodes and counting. And our plan? Well, it's to keep making more seasons, even more episodes. And when I say we, I don't just mean the Commons team. I'm including you, our listeners and supporters. We can't make this show without you. We can't keep bringing you exceptional reporting every week without your support. We want to make it as easy as possible for you to become a Canadaland supporter. So from now until the end of May, we have a special deal for our listeners. Sign up now for just $2 a month for the next six months. You'll get access to all the episodes of Commons one week early and ad-free, as well as exclusive bonus content from all of our shows. There's discounts on merch, tickets to our live events, and so much more. This is a limited-time offer, and it's a pretty great deal that helps support our journalism. Just go to canadaland.com join or click the link in your show notes to become a supporter today. I'm sitting in Withrow Park in a downtown Toronto riding to get a feel for what campaigning on the ground is really like. Now, door knocking is supposed to be what really wins elections. Candidates and their keen volunteers meeting people at their doorstep and making their case person to person. And you know, it makes sense that you'd be more inclined to vote for someone who you'd met, who you'd made eye contact with, who'd listened to your concerns and answered your questions. I'm here with my producer, Imogen Burchard. Hi there. And we wanted to see for ourselves what goes into a day of knocking on doors. We're going to talk to a local Green Party candidate, his volunteers, and people in this community. From Withrow Park in Toronto Danforth, I'm Desmond Cole, and this is Canada Land Commons. This episode of Canada Land Commons is brought to you by Canadian Journalists for Free Expression. CJFE is a fantastic organization that works to protect the right to free expression in Canada and around the world. One of their latest projects is a charter challenge of Bill C-51, launched with the Canadian Civil Liberties Association. We asked CJFE Executive Director Tom Hennifer about why they launched this challenge. C-51 is such a terrible, terrible bill in terms of rights. It massively expands Canada's digital surveillance regime. We need to be able to have these debates about these difficult topics and to simply censor all of Canadians, all journalists, anyone sharing on social media, to give them potentially jail time, because that's what C-51 does. If you click share on information that came from a terrorist organization, even if you're decrying it, you could be thrown in jail for up to five years under the current law in Canada. And that is not a country that I want to live in. We need organizations like CJFE to stand up for our charter rights in the face of legislation like Bill C-51. But CJFE needs your support to keep their work going. Listeners of Commons can get a 70% discount on CJFE memberships if they enter the word Canada Land when they sign up. Let's do it, guys, and stand up for our charter rights. Okay, so I've got to take a minute to point out that we are still in the midst of our pledge drive. 
We here at Commons are funded by the Canada Land Patreon. It's what keeps us going, and anything that you can do to help keep us going is wonderful. I'm talking about $1, $5, whatever you're able and comfortable with contributing. We are so, so grateful for your help. There are all kinds of perks for Patreon supporters that you can find out about by going to patreon.com slash Canada Land. There you'll find out more about the new show that Canada Land will be launching when we reach our next target. We know you're listening to this show, and now is the time for you to pitch in and help us out. Thanks so much in advance for your support. I guess we're, we're in Riverdale for all intents and purposes right now. Oh, it's very lush. The rain has stopped. And this is a neighborhood that has been pretty staunchly NDP for quite some time now. This is the former riding of the late Jack Layton. And so, yeah, this is a quite progressive, I would say, neighborhood. Also, you know, this is a very affluent neighborhood, I would imagine, much higher than the city average and much, much higher than the average across Canada. There's a green sign. And we've got some liberal red up here as well. Lawn signs are always interesting, you know? I thought when I was a municipal candidate many years ago that if somebody puts a lawn sign in front of their house, it means that they're voting for that person. And sometimes people will just take one from the first person who asks. And some houses you'll see uh, with more than one. I'd be surprised to see any conservative signs around here. I have a friend whose dad takes them just because he likes the steaks for his tomato vines. That's not the first time I've heard that. <laughs> this is First Street. First and Logan. Hi. Hello. It's good to finally meet you. Nice to meet you too. Uh, so my name's Chris Tolley and I'm the candidate for Toronto Danforth. So how do you guys work as, a, you've got about six volunteers, how do you guys work as a team when you're knocking on doors? Uh, what we do is we're going to split everybody up into a number of teams and everyone goes up to a different door and knocks on it and as soon as there's a live door I just make my way up as fast as I can and try and make my introduction. And a live door means somebody who wants to talk to you. Yes, somebody, any door that opens up, that's that's golden for us. And usually it's about one in five. One in five? Yeah. yeah that's so, pretty good, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Do you find it varies neighborhood to neighborhood? It does, and also time and day. I'm surprised there, there have been some days when we've been canvassing and maybe you're hit close to half the um, number of houses and you're talking to two people at the end of the day. And that's discouraging, but they still get a letter from us, so there's still some kind of personal contact. He's actually just oh, right hi here. there. Hi. Yes, my name's Chris. And um, I'm a neighbor of yours. I'm just Where down at uh, Pape and Dundas, oh, okay. so just around the corner. Right. And I'm going around and I'm saying hi to my neighbors, introducing okay. myself, okay. and I have a, a letter of introduction. Oh, okay. oh. That just tells you a bit about who I am and okay. why I'm running. Yeah. Uh, have you voted green before? Have you yes. considered it? Oh. I have voted green before. <laughs> That's great. I love to hear that. Um, I hope you might consider it for this election as well. It's, we have some really innovative policies, yeah. particularly this election, that I think are yeah. going to speak to some of the problems that we have. It's great to hear that you're a supporter. W yeah. Would you be interested, you know we've been shut out of all the debates, so Elizabeth May right. has been able to be in one debate, yeah. the McCain, McLean's yeah, yeah, debate, but not the other. Yeah. So getting the word out is really, really hard for us. Yeah. Um, is there any chance that you would consider taking a lawn sign? Because that's one of the best ways for us to get our voice oh, out. right. Well, um... I'm not sure. I guess I just haven't decided. Like I haven't. Sure. Yeah. I I would have to decide 
that I would for sure vote green to do that. Yeah, so, um, and let me, I'll, I don't, you know what, I don't even know what my husband's voting. Sure. So I should find out. That's great. Well, you know, my contact information is in there. So if you would like to take a lawn sign, that would be great. And also, yeah. I just, I love talking about this. So yeah. if you do have any questions okay. or, or need any kind of clarification, just call me or email me. Okay, amazing. That's great. Well, thank you very much. And thanks for coming to the door. That's great. Thank you so much. Thanks. Take care. Good luck. Bye-bye. Bye. Everybody seems very respectful of their spouse. They don't want to say, yes, uh, the whole family is going to go this way. Okay, good sure luck thing. and congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I wish you the best. Yeah, thank you very much. Take care. So that sounded like a pretty solid possibility for a green supporter. What do you think? Yeah, I think he was pretty keen and that's great. So we've recorded him as a strong green. What I really hoped was to get a lawn sign out of him and he had to talk to his wife. And that's so common because every household like, is amazing how many people have these battles for the real estate on the front of the lawn and who gets to put their, their sign. What are you doing with that information now that you know that he's a possible supporter? The main thing that we're doing when we're canvassing is really trying to record who's a strong green and who's a weak green. Uh, if somebody is a strong green, then we know on election day, our job is to do the get out the vote campaign, which is this huge mobilization where we go out and try to get as many volunteers as possible to get people who have said that they're vote green to actually get out and vote green. For the weak greens, it means these are people that we can go back and knock on their door with some more literature and just try and push and sell a little bit more. These are long days, I imagine. Does it lift your spirits a little bit to have a conversation like the one you just had? Oh, I love it. <laughs> I can't tell you. It's nice when you're with volunteers. That's great. A cu couple of times I've had to go out without volunteers and it's just soul crushing when you're out there and you just get rejection after rejection. And also there's that moment before people open the door and they look at you and they think, oh, you're going to try to sell me a new air conditioner. <laughs> and that is, your heart just sinks. But then every now and again, you have somebody who will open up the door and they'll say, I, I support you, I love you guys. You, this is exactly what our country needs and it kind of makes it all worthwhile. Does it look like anyone's home? No. I see lights, but they could always be left on for the cats because I see cats. Do you ever get the impression that people are hiding from you? hope that they're not because I'm a very friendly person but you know you never know what you're getting in this world do you ask your volunteers to say anything in particular like do you have a little script not really it's um the nice thing about the greens is it's all about independence so at the end of the day I think if I gave them a script it wouldn't come off very genuine so it really is just a chance for them to be themselves I hear something sorry Hi, I'm Paul Charbonneau. I live here in the Riding on Browning Avenue. And uh, yes, I'm experienced. I've canvassed before for the Green Party years and years. And I ran as a candidate years back for the Green Party of Canada. Why do you volunteer? Like, why do you come out and do this on a rainy Saturday afternoon? Oh, it's, uh, well, for one, it's fun. It's healthy. I like to bike and walk and so on. But it's, um, it's just way too important to leave it to politicians, right? It's just way too important. And uh, applied democracy is fun. It's not onerous, meeting nice people. And, uh, wow, well, look at this city. It's so lovely, mm. right? So, mm. do, you, do you find it easy to talk to strangers at the door? Yes, I do. I do. Uh, probably because I've canvassed a lot before. I was a candidate myself in the past and so on. And people are friendly, right? Most people are friendly. And if they don't like our candidate or don't like our policies or don't understand it and they tell me to get off the porch, okay. 
you know, but it rarely happens, right? It rarely happens. Can I just ask you real quick? Of course. So yeah, you were anything. you were just talking to somebody through the door. <laughs> I was, yes. Does that happen? Uh, yeah, it does. Uh, sometimes people, um, I don't know if it's my height or what it is, but sometimes people don't answer the door. So, um, you know, you just reach out to them whatever way you can. Does, does that feel awkward to you? I'm used to it. It's no big deal, really. My name's Stephen McInnes. I'm social media director for Chris, as well as I'm doing some media relations for him. How long have you been working on political campaigns in general? Uh, well, this is, I guess, my third within the last year. I was actively involved in student government. I was in student government at, at Guelph Humber and Humber uh, for three years, and that's kind of what uh, ignited my passion, I guess, for, I don't want to say real-world politics, but the other world politics. How about that? I'm, I'm stuck with the bug, I guess you could say, forever now. It's, it's a part of me, so. Why do you like doing this? You just hear so many different interesting perspectives. Um, like last year, I worked on John Tory's mayoral campaign, and uh, people that I worked with on the campaign came from all different walks of life, all different races, obviously genders, um, socioeconomic backgrounds. And to be totally frank with you, it wasn't really something I expected, and it was really uh, heartwarming to see that, like, you know, so many different people cared about, you know, their city and bettering the world that we live in in general. Tell me a really interesting or weird thing that has happened to you while canvassing. You sound like you've done a little bit of it. Of course. Uh, yes, uh, it was at midnight. We were in Etobicoke, and I was doing a sign blitz on behalf of John Tory. And I guess somehow in the database, we ended up at the wrong house. And this was a Rob Ford supporter. Uh, we were just going to drop off like the letter to say like thank you for taking the sign, and we had already I I had already put the sign in the ground, and my fellow volunteer was at the door, and there was kind of a verbal altercation to say the least, and we you know quickly walked back to the car to say the least. And pretty, and pretty interesting. That didn't deter you from wanting to go out canvassing again. Uh, well, I don't know if I'm going to do the midnight sign blitz again. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, I'll have to see how much buttering me up the candidate does to get me to go out at, at, at midnight next time. Fair enough. What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you knocking at a stranger's door? Uh, well, as a candidate, I got spat on. <laughs> he called me a splitter. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. It's funny, isn't it? How did you react? Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a Monty Python skit or something, right? <laughs> Provincially, I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, Green Party. It's a different issues. <laughs> you campaign on the provincial election as well? Oh, yes. Yeah, for a Liberal candidate, mm. right? Who's a terrific person. And I'm candidate-driven. I know Chris, so I know that uh, what he stands for and what I agree that he stands for, not everything, of course, he'll stay true to it. Mm. Right? So that's important to me. So it's a candidate thing. It doesn't, it's not really a party thing. Don, are you planning on voting? I am, certainly, yeah. What issues are really important to you in this election campaign? That's a tough one. Uh, I, you know, I would say, uh, you know, the environment would be important. I would say the economy is important. And those would be the big two for me. Do you mind when people knock on your door? You know what? Sometimes I don't answer because there's a lot of folks that come door to door. I reserve the right to open it or not. <laughs> I'm not feeling so good. There's this giant NDP sign in the front of this place. Uh, so just your first name? What's Anne. Your... Anne, you sound like an engaged voter in this election. I'm sort of engaged, but I already have quite strong opinions. 
about what I'm going to do when I think about the election. And what is your feeling about this election? What's driving your concern? Well, I am totally opposed to almost everything Stephen Harper has done in the last four years with the majority government. No, I, no I'm really concerned about you know losing Canada Post, um, his going after environmental groups using the tax system and uh, firing all the environmental scientists. There's so many issues for me. And so does that mean that as people say, you will be voting strategically? Well, the thing is, this is a very strong NDP riding. I, I've always been an NDP supporter. I've worked for the NDP in many elections. And so I wouldn't really consider voting strategically, particularly not in this riding. However, if I were in a riding where it was close between the Conservatives and another party, I probably would vote strategically. Yeah. And thanks for your time. Okay. Have a great evening. Yeah, well, good luck. So you knocked on that door, even though they have a very prominently displayed uh, NDP candidate sign uh, on the front here. You, you don't let that deter you? Not at all, because quite often it's uh, the husband that ordered the NDP sign and the wife will be green, or you never know. And sometimes people just also want to be fair. They want to help get the word out. So you'll find a lot of households have multiple signs, and I just hope one of them will be <laughs> green. Um, one thing that we find is we'll go to a lot of houses and particularly if they're new Canadians, they'll have a sign there and they won't necessarily know why. And it's obvious that somebody else has come by and they know, okay, new Canadians, they're not, they're not going to question. You plant the sign and a lot of them end up staying. It's kind of the dirty secret of what happens. I think maybe sometimes eager volunteers from other parties just go, I think we can plant this here and it will stay here. Yeah, we've gone uh, gone around with, particularly uh, with a Chinese translator and some of the pockets that are, are very strong Chinese uh, members from the Chinese community, and we'll talk to them and we'll say, we see that you have this sign here, and they're, they'll say, did you ask for it? And they'd say, no, or sometimes also they would say, somebody came by and said that this is for the government and this helps promote the government. And it's, there's a lot of, there's a, many cases people I think are really taking advantage of uh, the new Canadians. It's really dirty. Well, Desmond and I were both talking about when we were on our way here that we both know people who's, who take lawn signs because they want the steaks for their tomato Tomatoes, vines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that happens too. I, the blue and white sign that you're seeing in the, the neighborhood. Can you describe what it is? Sure. It's, a, uh, it's for window cleaners. <laughs> but it's the closest the Conservatives will actually ever get to having a sign here in Toronto Danforth. I wonder if you also get the commentary that, well, I'm worried about the Green Party's chances of winning. Do you hear that too? Oh, oh yeah, I hear, uh, I don't want to waste a vote. And of course, like, no vote is wasted. Absolutely no vote is wasted. Every vote for the Green Party sends a really strong message to all the other parties about what is important, about values, about certain morals and principles. So it makes a big, big difference. And also what we hear too is... Uh, Voters oh. come first. This gentleman would like to say hi. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Yeah, because it sends a really strong message. And also something that I hear about is, is vote splitting. I'm always hearing about vote splitting. And in this riding, we, I don't even think we have a, a, a conservative um, uh, candidate right now because we had that scandal with the YouTube videos that came out. And he, yeah, that's in this riding. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So you were canvassing while that incident occurred, I guess. 
Absolutely. Did that come up at the door ever? Uh, Very rarely. Occasionally you will find somebody who does support the Conservatives and they will, I think, support the Conservatives regardless of what happens. It's amazing how many people will say, and people who know how the system works, people who, who, who understand politics, and they will say, I don't want to vote for you, I would vote for you, but I'm not going to vote for you because I don't want Harper to win. And I say, well, the Conservatives have no chance. Like they just, they, a couple percentage points here in Toronto Danforth. They have absolutely no chance. And yet they will still say, yeah, I know, but I'm still, I'm frightened. It's almost like there's this mass hysteria that is so strong that people, um, even though they know that it's not going to make a difference, they just they, they have sort of this visceral reaction to um, the idea of voting in any way that could possibly split the vote. So that's something, that's a message that we're working really hard to get out. Oh, I didn't realize we were in pee in the cup riding. No, no, we're in, uh, we're in masturbate, pretend to masturbate on the phone riding. Oh, I, I, I get so confused. <laughs> Hi, buddy. Are you ever scared of the dogs? No, you know what? Actually, I'm not. And the last candidate was amazing because it's all about data recording. She recorded every single dog that every single house, and usually the breed. And she also sometimes captured the name. So when we go around, we can know like who the, the name of the dog. Oh I my! I know, I know. She was incredible. Um, so you go so, up to the door and you'd be like, "Hi, Mr. So and So," and hi, Fido. That was Buffy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it, that's amazing. It was that, like, yeah, it endears you to them right off the top. It's kind of green. It's not green. It's like, yeah, green-ish. Yeah. I'm Roshanik I'm a friend of Chris and a supporter. So you told us this is your first time ever door knocking, is it? It is actually. I've, I, before I was really hesitant to canvas, um, but because uh, I've known Chris for such a long time and because I, I believe in what he's doing and... Um, I find it easier to speak with people and engage them when you stand behind what you're saying. And how are you finding it today? It's actually better than I thought. You know, when you have a smile on your face and people seem to be very responsive to the Green Party in general, um, you get the occasional, you know, adverse reaction to the ones who have really made up their mind. But I think for the most part, people are pretty good. I just saw you scribbling quite furiously back there at the last door. What were you doing? I was writing a personal note <laughs> to uh, the person that was in home to sort of add that extra personal touch to the message. And I think you had a nice interaction with somebody back there. What was going on there? Uh, I think the person was saying that they have thought about it in the past. They're a little bit unsure about Elizabeth May and the way that she's presenting herself right now. So they're a little bit in the middle right now, which is great. This is the opportunity to engage them and, and um, you know, explain a little bit about what we stand behind. And how did you get yourself prepared to do this for the first time and to answer questions that people can ask you anything at the door? How did you prepare yourself? Actually, I wasn't prepared for this <laughs> because it's my first time canvassing. I thought, you know, I'm just going to be honest. And I thought I, I'm not going to pretend that I know um, everything about the Green Party and I'm just going to be honest about it and, and be genuine. And that's sort of the approach I'm going for. What do these volunteers mean to you? 
everything, everything, because we don't have the money that the others have. We don't have the machinery, particularly the NDP here, because it was Jack Layton's riding. They have a huge machinery that they can pull on from across the country, and they do. Um, but what we do have is we have people, and it's so true. It's all about people power, and that is more valuable than anything. And those guys can get more than if I had a ton of money or if I had a huge system in place. We have about 45 uh, volunteers that are on our roster list that we can pull upon, and that's a huge number. We always punch way above the belt when it comes to um, uh, to volunteers and to people, much higher than um, you would expect for the size of the party. The ridings in Toronto always feel so big to me. You know, you go around town in the city and you seem to be going on and on and on, and you can tell by lawn signs that you're still in the same riding. How hard is it to cover this much ground? It's hard, but you know what? It's nothing compared to what my colleagues have. We have a, a, a closed Facebook group where all the candidates can talk who are from the Green Party. And people are saying, you know, I have to take a plane to get to the other side of my, my riding. And for me, I can hop on my bike and I can ride within 10 minutes. I can go from one side to the other. So I've got it actually really lucky. I'm, I'm very lucky. Oh, somebody's in there looking out the window at him. like Halloween when people hide and they don't want to get like give out trick-or-treater candy and they just, you can see them they're sitting there and they're like no I don't want to come to the door no does doing this change how you guys react when someone comes to your door now <clears throat> I would say that when I first started canvassing uh, yeah it did change my mind about people coming to my door how, I, how so? well I open my door to everyone Jehovah Witnesses Mormons everybody now so I'm, I'm pretty open I listen to what people have to say regardless of who's knocking on my door I'll spend hours with them sometimes you know so just to hear what they have to say because that's what it's all about dialogue this is my first time canvassing, and prior to this experience, I was that person where I was like, no, thanks, yeah, I'll take your flyer, cool, bye, have a good day, don't want to talk to you. However, I would say that as humans, we've kind of lost our ability to have that open mind, to listen to other ideas. Everything's become so very much about he said, she said, this is the way that I am, and I've always been this way, and I'm never going to be anything but this way. But in reality, you know, we have glaciers that are melting. We have temperatures that are rising. The things that we are currently doing are not working. We must do something different or we're not going to be here anymore. You know, it's getting into the evening here. How late is too late? When do you stop? You know, it's shifting as as uh, the night uh, comes earlier. It used to be 8.30. Now I've just started to say, okay, let's wrap it up by 8 o'clock. I think on a Saturday we've got to wrap up a little bit earlier just because I think people are either they're, they're out and they're having fun or they just want to spend some time with their, their family. So. so you've just finished an evening canvas. What's your energy level like right now? Actually, I feel great because we ended on a really high note, uh, a couple large signs and a lot of supporters. So that's great. That's exactly what you want. That's what you want to hear at the end of it. I have to ask, did you intentionally pick this neighborhood for us to come along with because it's pretty sympathetic? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> we are very strong in the south. In the, the center, a little less so. In the north, we're not as strong. It's much more, uh, and it's strange, it splits either um, NDP or the very few small pockets of uh, the conservatives are up north. So, yeah, I did pick this also because I wanted to make sure that I had a good night. <laughs> you know, and I, it's a Saturday night. I wanted to feel good. 
How do you keep your energy up in, oh, we've heard it all. It's the longest election in modern history. How do you keep doing this day after day? Um, we have another four more weeks, so maybe ask me in a week's time. <laughs> so far, I've been able to just sort of run on adrenaline, you know. And also, every every time you put an hour's worth of work in, you want to put in another hour's worth of work because you don't want to feel like you're not taking advantage of the work that you've already done. So it just kind of builds. It becomes very addictive in many ways. How does this affect your family life? Uh, it's pretty hard because I have a two-year-old and I'm doing this and I, I, I say this and I'm really, I mean it, I'm doing this because for my daughter, because I see her future and I want to do this and make sure when you become a dad, everything is about looking after your kid. Every instinct in your body is to, to make her future better. And then I go do something where I almost never see her. And when I do see her, she goes, daddy work. And it just kills you. Like it's really brutal. Um, so that's, that's, that's actually, that's pretty hard. So you're, I'm sure in some ways looking forward to this being over just so that things can maybe go back a little bit to normal. Yeah, I, yeah, I would. I, I, I can't wait to get ready and move to Ottawa. <laughs> that was what I meant. <laughs> a new normal. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very, very much for giving us some time to teach our listeners about what the canvassing experience is like. It's been really enlightening, honestly. Oh, it's been great. I really appreciate it. And it was fun to have you guys come along, too. That's the program for this week, everyone. Now, for this episode on door knocking, we hung out with the Green Party. But over the next few weeks, we're going to focus on the other major parties, the Liberals, Conservatives, and the NDP, to give you a sense of who's who in the upcoming federal election. Help us keep the conversation going this week on Twitter. Search for Canada Land Commons. My thanks this week to my producer, Imogen Burchard. The music credit for this week's show, as always, goes to Nathan Burley. Find us online at canadalandshow.com. You can email me with your feedback at desmond at canadalandshow.com. Subscribe to this show wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like the show, chip in at patreon.com slash canadaland. Do it. Please show us some love. Tell your friends, your colleagues, and your family that this is the place to come for great conversations about the federal election. Canada Land Shortcuts will be out on Thursday, and the next episode of Canada Land Commons will be up next Tuesday. See you soon, everybody. This episode is brought to you in part by the Douglas Mattress. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. One of the best, and I mean the best things you can do for yourself, is to get a good quality mattress. The time is now, people. Douglas is giving our listeners a free sleep bundle with each mattress purchase. Get the sheets, pillows, mattress protector, and pillow protectors free with your Douglas purchase today. Visit douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer. That's douglas.ca slash CanadaLand to claim this offer.